his karate lessons might not turn him into a black belt. Hi-ya! And even after band camp, he might not be the greatest musician. But with the 3% annual percentage yield you can earn on a PenFed premium online savings account, your goal of supporting his dreams... Thanks for everything, Mom and Dad. ...will always be worth it. Apply today at penfed.org savings. Federally insured by NCUA. $5 minimum to open account. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed. PenFed's got great rates for everyone. You are listening to the Next Best Picture podcast. And this is Daniel Howitt's interview with the star, producer, and director of the Netflix film Bruised, Halle Berry. Yo, that's Jackie Justice, right? She used to be famous. <sighs> Yo, miss, this is you getting served? <laughs> Yo, this part why she quit. <laughs> what you doing here? Got a nice surprise for you. That's your son. His daddy died. She's a fighter. That look like a fighter to you. I don't want to fight. I'm happy. You happy scrubbing toilets? That fulfills your purpose? We're strangers right now. But I'm all you got. What's this? Unsanctioned fights, no refs, no rules. Come on, let's fight. Look who it is. All the way from UFC, Jackie Justice! Fight or run. I know you'd like to run. That's all I wish you did. I'm offering you a second chance. You gonna take it? Yeah, I'm gonna take it. You know who that is? You ought to. The technique is lacking. I got five other girls, all stronger, faster, younger. I'm sorry, I just don't see it. You used to be Jackie Justice. Still am. Yeah, she still got something. Welcome back. Shout out to my walls. We ain't never home, we on the road. Well, what's in your life, girl? Handle your business. Are you gonna do what you always do? Put it off on somebody else. Pretty mother put me on the front of vote. You scared? I used to be scared. But they don't know the code, no? Sometimes I'm still scared. This about to be the greatest story never told. Never told. This is your shot. You ain't know that now you know. Show all of them. I wasn't welcome, I imposed. The real. I put this inside her soul. Jackie Justice. This about to be the greatest story never told. Never told. If you ain't know that now you know. Hey, Hallie. It's such an honor to talk with you today about Bruised. Hi. Nice to talk to you, too. Happy New Year. Happy New Year as well. Well, you're you're such a legend, obviously Oscar-winning actress. What about Bruised made you say, more than any other script that's crossed my path, this is the one that I need to direct. This needs to be my voice. Well, that was out of necessity, quite honestly. When this script landed on my desk, I just wanted to play the character. It was a part that I um, got... Um, totally fixated on it was a genre that I love the fight game the hero's journey I was in love with MA fight game has always been interesting to me since I was a child so I just wanted to play this amazing character and see a woman of color be put in this underdog um, hero's journey I'd never seen that before and that's what I wanted to do as an actor and uh, you know what I quickly realized was that um the call of directing was also being asked of me and I either had to step into that or not perform this 
this character, not bring this to the screen, you know? And so that just wasn't an option. So I had to sort of step into this role. I can't say it was what I wanted to do, but it's what I realized I had to do. And so I, I did it. So I didn't choose it in a, in a traditional way, actually. It kind of chose me. That's that's interesting. Can you tell me more about that? Where where was this pressure to direct? Uh, was it just out of uh, no one else was was going to make this film, and so you needed to step up, or what was it? It was a little bit of that. It's once I convinced you know when I first got this script, it was written for a very young white, um, like twenty year old white character, and so I had to reimagine the whole world, reimagine it for a middle aged black woman. And so once I went to the producers and I said, here is how I would tell the story if it were me playing this character. They loved it. They thought, great, yes, that's a new take on this age-old genre. Let's do it. Now go find a director. So they charged me with that. And I went around and I, t- and I wanted it to be a woman because I wanted this film to have a very you know, a female point of view, a female gaze. And I talked to directors. And what I found was either they were into the drama of the story and didn't really appreciate the fight aspect of it or they just wanted to tell a very traditional fight story and didn't find the drama all that necessary but what I believed is that especially as a woman going into the fight game if you didn't understand the drama you didn't understand the woman's need to fight or the reason she wanted to fight so I couldn't disconnect the two you know they were they were connected for me and nobody quite saw it the way I saw it and so the day came when I had to realize, okay, no one is getting this like I'm getting it. I'm going to work my ass off as an actor. I'm going to train for two years. I'm going to work harder than I've ever worked on anything. It has to be the story that I'm wanting to tell, for better or for worse. It's got to be what's in my head and what I know to be true about the fight game and why this woman wants to fight. And so I had to step up. So I guess you're right. I had to step up or this probably wouldn't have happened. At least the way it happened, it wouldn't have happened. Well, you definitely chose to star in maybe the most difficult role possible while making your directing debut, uh, little things like breaking ribs while filming. So I'm actually curious, uh, with Bruised, which was the bigger challenge, directing your first film or playing this really, really challenging role? You know what? I think they both were challenging. And like you said, that's the crazy thing about it. Like, Why would someone choose to direct themselves in a role like this? You know, it's kind of, you, you can't choose it. It has to choose you because that's how how bizarre I think it really is or how daunting, let me say, um, it is and was. I think they were equally hard. Um, But I think because they were both so hard in their individual ways, I was 100% committed to to, to, to the actor part of me and the director part of me. The actor side of me, I've been doing it 30 years, so there's a comfort in knowing that I'm capable of performing but yet I'm doing something that I had never done before. I'd never done martial arts to this level. I had never, you know, had to work this hard physically. Um, And at my age to do that was a huge undertaking and challenge. So that was new for me as an actor. And as a director, it was my first time. So there were so many things I had to learn. There were so many questions. There were so many days where I felt like this day is bigger than me. How am I going to get through this day? And I, um, but I was 100% committed to both sides and I think that's how I looked at it every day I'm going to do my best today and not think about tomorrow until tomorrow and and I think that was some of the best advice I got from some directors that I really respect well that was actually going to be my next question you've worked with so many legendary directors Warren Beatty Spike Lee Matthew Vaughn and, and plenty more 
what are some of the key directing lessons or tips or suggestions, whatever, that you picked up along your career that you brought with you when it was time for you to direct? Well, I think I, I learned from Warren um, on Bullworth, watching him direct himself and knowing he did that also in Red. I asked him at the time, how are you doing this? And he told me the key for him was to hire department heads that he really trusted, respected, and who shared his vision. And then let them go do their job, not get stuck in the micromanaging, but hire people off the, you know, um, right off the bat that, you know, get your story and they will support you because you're also on screen and behind screen. Uh, so that was key. I also knew that as a director, um, I had to choose actors that were spot on. That would make my job easier as a director if I actually cast the movie properly and and I took the time to cast the movie and for me it wasn't about trying to get names or it was finding people actors performers who were actually really right for these characters that I envisioned in my head and that proved to be very key because I didn't have a lot of money so I didn't have time to do take after take after take these actors had to bring it you know sometimes we did one and done because that's all we could afford so I needed actors that would be ready and, 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 and who are right. Um, um, and the other thing I realized was that um, I learned from Chad uh, Stoheski, who was one I think a great action director, was that the fact that I was doing all of my own stunts and I had Valentina Chevchenko, the flyweight champion, of course she was doing it all herself, because we were really doing it and I wasn't using any doubles, I could put the camera wherever I wanted to put the camera when I shot the fight scene. I didn't have to worry about camouflaging. It wasn't me or it wasn't her or shoot from weird angles to sort of, you know, uh, trick the audience. I really just got to shoot the fight um, any way I, I, I felt like it, uh, any way I wanted to. And that proved to one save time, but gave me a lot of freedom as a director to, to tell the story of the fight. Yeah, I mean, speaking of hiring, you know, the best department heads who can make your vision come to life, I wanted to hear more about your your collaboration with your cinematographer, Frank DeMarco. We've seen boxing and, and ultimate fighting on screen before. How did the two of you uh, approach the visual style to bring this story to life? Well, I really was a big fan of The Wrestler, Darren Aronofsky's effort, you know, um, with wrestling. And so I knew, based on the budget that we had, I knew that I wanted to tell this story in a realistic way, naturalism, and that would be um, sort of our goal. I knew that I wanted it to be all handheld to sort of give us that feeling that the camera was also a character, that there was this voyeuristic sort of feeling to the storytelling, which was really important. And, you know, Frankie and I sat down and we talked about how each environment would have a look and feel like inside of Angel's house would feel one way in the gym would have a different a cooler feeling to it um and we shot the fight as a real fight would be you know it was my goal to make that fight feel as real as it could possibly feel for anybody that hadn't seen a real MMA fight before I wanted them to feel like they were really seeing a real fight inside of ring and so you know, we wanted to light that actually with harsh lighting and the overhead, just the way those fights really are often lit. So, you know, we we spent a lot of time, Frankie and I, watching movies together and talking about the things we loved and the things we wanted to do and things we didn't want to do. So we became very close. 
Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. History is complicated. The story of human progress is long, messy, and riddled with controversies big and small. On Conflicted, we dive headfirst into history's most infamous events and contentious figures. We try and untangle the good from the bad, the fact from the fiction, and the monsters from the misunderstood. Was Genghis Khan a murderous butcher or a civic pioneer? Did the Allied powers go too far in firebombing the German city of Dresden at the twilight of World War II? And how did the Marquis de Sade acquire such a sinister reputation? And was any of it true? These are just a few of the tough questions we wrestle with and investigate on Conflicted. So if you love history or just enjoy a good story, please join me, your host, Zach Cornwell, for a fascinating new topic each and every month. Conflicted, a history podcast, is available on Spotify, Apple, or wherever else you get your podcasts. I hope to see you soon. Well, your film song, Automatic Woman, by Heard, was just shortlisted for the Academy Award. Tell me about how that collaboration came about and, and why that song worked for your film. Well, that song, I knew that, you know, all, every great fight movie, you have a great song that comes out of the movie that always accompanies sort of that last training sequence, usually that leads that fighter into the fight of their life, into the ring. And so... That was one of the last songs that we actually managed to put together. We kind of wanted to wait until the film was together to see what the film actually needed, what would serve it the best. And, you know, so much of the movie is about female empowerment. It's from a female gaze, written by a woman, directed by a woman, starring a woman. It's about a female fighter in in this genre. So the song for me had to be sort of an anthem that felt right for the film. So that meant it couldn't be, it still had to feel like it was in line with the music of the movie, which was a lot of female trap trap music, because that was the music in Jackie's head. That was the music of the community where the film takes place. And so the final fight song also had to be big in a way, but it also had to fit into this world that I had created. So um, ironically, <laughs> My boyfriend, Van Hunt, actually wrote and produced the music for the movie because he was so close to me and living with me and watching me edit and seeing cut after cut with me that I thought he was the right person to create the sound that I had in my head as he understood what I was wanting. So he wrote the music. um, And then we went out to Stara, uh, a writer who was just killing it in the hip hop trap rap world. And she wrote the lyrics. And then we just approached her. I thought, who would be the right singer to sing this song in the right tone and who had the, the you know, vocal um, uh, prowess but could also, you know, bring, you know, t- to life this song and sort of be in the rap, trap, hip-hop world, but also take it a bit higher. 
um, and elevate it a little bit from that. And we thought her was our only choice. And she said yes. So there you go. The song is excellent. Well, Hallie, thank you so much. Congratulations on your directorial debut. And and I hope to see more directing from you in the future in in addition to your, your acting projects. Thank you. Thank you very much. Hey, everyone. Thank you so much for listening to Daniel Howitt's interview with Halle Berry for Bruised here on the Next Best Picture podcast. Bruised is currently streaming on Netflix. You have been listening to the Next Best Picture podcast. We are proud to be part of the Evergreen Podcast Network, and you can subscribe to us anywhere where you subscribe to podcasts. Be sure to leave us a review on Apple Podcasts and let us know what you think of the show. We really appreciate your feedback and your support, which you can also lend on over at Patreon. For $1 minimum a month, you'll get some exclusive podcast content from us. Thank you so much for listening, as always, and we shall see you all next time. Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, We've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.